dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source here for a Saturday morning special uh, when the Friday night game Brisbane taking on St Kilda has already happened, Source. Uh, yeah, welcome, uh, Pez, and uh, thank you for the breakfast, Pez. It was very nice. It definitely was a uh, Saturday special. Some eggs and bacon, some cheese, and uh, oh, what a what a way to start the weekend. Had a win on the the Saturday night, the uh, sorry, the Friday night. Nice win there, Pez. Uh, the Saints. Yeah, good no? one, good one. No, we'll, um, hey. we'll, we'll speak about uh, the game. Big stories out of that. And uh, we, we still need to go through last week, but it is Saturday. We are moving into round 22, the second last round of the AFL season. The top eight is looking juicy uh, with Brisbane's win. It puts them into, I think, second place at the minute, but a couple of teams still to play that can take over with better percentage as well. Yeah, really interesting going into finals, Pez. You know, there's uh, there's some huge questions that I think are going to be answered over the next couple of weeks. You know, you've got the Cats who are, are sitting top of the ladder. They're in great form, but obviously everyone's question is, does it matter during regular season? Because you've got the, the nagging finals hurdle that they ha- always seem to struggle with. You've got the Swans who we thought, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Pez, we, we'd written them off. They've bounced back with a couple of huge wins. They look in control. They've got a good profile. They're young, um, and hopefully they can get through to, a, you know, probably a prelim final but they've got the formula there. Got a lot of questions about the Lions, uh, not only about what they're doing on the field, but a lot more questions about their mental capacity and the way that they're standing up in big games. And, you know, the big one, can they win in Melbourne? And then, of course, there's those other teams that sort of uh, ran out the eight pairs. You've got Carlton, whether they can uh, hold on to uh, an early uh, season um you know, surge, a surge that they had early on. You've got questions about Melbourne. Are they just a sleeping giant waiting? You've got questions about the doggies. Can they make it? Richmond is the dynasty over. Fremantle, can they win away from home? It's going to be a jam-packed finals uh, in 2022. Yeah, well, there were some statements last week with Richmond uh, demolishing Port Adelaide. Huge, and, huge you know, statements. Getting, getting themselves into the eight, and they, they hopefully will... I think they should continue this week against Hawthorne. But a massive game coming up, Collingwood versus Sydney. Collingwood sit on uh, 60 points and Sydney uh, sit on 56. So uh, for the top four there, Sydney's top four hopes are on the line and Collingwood play Carlton in round 23 as well. Carlton probably need to win that to, to get into the finals. There's so much to happen in the next two weeks. Yeah, it's all it's all sort of, uh, you know, with the way that everything's panning out, it could look like, you know, Carlton are playing Melbourne this week. They probably lose that one. And it could be a Sunday, 3.30, traditional time slot, Carlton playing Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood wins, they secure a top four spot and uh, Colling- uh, Carlton wins, they uh, they make finals. But uh, obviously the, the great battle for that last round. But Pez... Let's get into round, uh, the round that just that just was. There were some huge stories there, some you know contentious issues that we're throwing out the week. Uh, how do you want to run this down, Pez? We're going to go through our bet review. Or what are we going to do? Yeah, let's just go bet review. Um, it is Saturday. We'll get through it as we can and then speak about round 22 to come. Saturday footy, Pez. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They've kind of lost, but they've won as well. Well, here we are. We're reviewing round 21 and it's uh, tables turned. This week, because Pez had a shocker and Source was a good one. And there's a couple of other punters, uh, our good friends on Twitter, who had some good weeks, Source. So uh, I, I guess just the shitty punters uh, 
had good weeks last I week. I wouldn't be talking, mate. You've the made-up COVID that you had last week. Just try to escape when when Source has a victory. And every week when I uh, have, uh, and you know, I say a bad round, I'm still sitting here 30 units up or whatever <laughs> for the yeah, year, yeah. and I'm still sitting there, and I front up every week. But the moment I have one good week, and I not one good week, but one better week than you, because we always have good weeks, boom. The old fake COVID comes out. You just had COVID a week, a month ago. Yeah, Pez. it wasn't me. It was, it was COVID in the Pez household again. Unconfirmed, uh, unconfirmed. The, the little one, very confirmed. And I didn't uh, get any of those pregnancy tests with the double lines there. All I got was red crosses on the bed. Because I didn't have time to do anything. I didn't oh. have time to sleep. I didn't know. I was up uh, all hours. So of the, the excuses night come the out for the bed sleep. Didn't have time. Eh? No, no work, and uh, had to do my bets on the way to the footy last night for <laughs> last night's game, and uh, this morning for. For the rest of them. So it, it was good. I think we're past the worst of it and uh, ready to go for this Saturday. But last week, Source, we started with uh, M- Melbourne taking on Collingwood. And uh, same story again. Melbourne out to an early lead, don't capitalise. And Collingwood, their pressure in the second half, absolutely amazing, came storming home and uh, got the chocolates in the end. I had a line of minus 12 and a half. So I put a bonus bet. I put a max uh, two units on that and was laughing because it closed around, well, it was 19 and a half and then closed around 18 and a half. So I beat the line by six points and uh, no good. Two red crosses there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, game, this game was such a, an interesting game before we get into the betting of it, Pez. It, it had a, a lot of... Um a lot attached to it because no nowhere in the world this game's played a thousand times, Pez, and, and you know every week we say this that Collingwood have no business winning this. They lost three or four categories, important categories, Pez, by twenty or more, and win the game. Like they lost the info, inside fifties by twenty four, Pez, incredible. Like they they you know they're winning the clearance. They lost the twenty. They lost the center clearance twenty one to seven, and they're still getting away with the win. So it's incredible stuff that what they're doing at the moment crazy season from Collingwood if they can string it together and get these close games there'll be some amazing finals but um, if they can not do that not finish in the top four go out maybe the first round or second round you sit there smiling you're loving it loving it the narrative is coming up 2018 grand final day one of the greatest days of all time in the AFL when uh, Collingwood were five goals up at quarter time and uh, West Coast rolled it with a Dom Sheed goal in that fourth quarter General does have a bit of a sense of this year this has a little bit uh, back to what uh 209, a little bit of 209, Geelong first on a big winning streak, Collingwood second, big winning streak. Yeah, hopefully it plays out that way. No idea what you're trying to say. So but, we, uh, Geelong won the premiership that year. Yeah, against St. Kilda, great, that's awesome. Uh, um, you're, you're two years later. <laughs> two years later, 2011, <laughs> you... Uh, anyway, let's get into to my bet, Pez, uh, because it was a very frustrating one to watch. I had uh, over 149.5, it definitely got that. It looked like it was going to get that in the first quarter. It was a very high-scoring first quarter. Melbourne plus 18.5, so they lost by that uh, that 12, yep, so that almost uh, almost came the undoing. Pez, I've never watched a kick more closely, and even was texts you about uh, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> AFL rules, even though I knew the answer. I had the under... 184 and a half. There was a kick after the siren. Yep. Missed. Uh, Max Gorn got, got his mitt to it. Yep, so, I, yep. so I was hoping that the rule was that as soon as someone <laughs> touches it, like basketball game over. Uh, and it made the score uh, 185. Ooh, 0.5 <laughs> misses out. Uh, grab your bonus there from Ned's. Uh, very, very poor there, Source. Uh, but techni- technically, uh, it counts. But they shouldn't have even had a couple of those set shots. It was very high scoring. Very high scoring. Um which is which is not good for you, especially with the alternate under. The next game was uh, Hawthorne versus the Gold Coast, and Hawthorne got the chocolates in this one. I had my cheeky same game multi, but it was uh, refunded, even though Gunston started off well, kicked the two goals in that first quarter, but uh, refunded straight away because uh, Giath didn't take the field. 
Yeah, well, that was, uh, that was lucky for you, Pez. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, Gold Coast plus 29.5 and the under in this game. Both of those got up a nice little $25 bonus bet for me, Pezza. Oh, well, there you go. Um, you'll take that there. Uh, Always. Always taking that. The next game, though, not uh, not very helpful at all, Pez. I totally missed this one. About the team I wasn't going to talk about. Had Essendon to win by 40-plus. Uh, they didn't even win the game. And Essendon to lead it every quarter. And they didn't do that either. So very disappointing for me. Yeah, well, very disappointing because Giants just came out and, and had it going. Uh, Essendon were heavy favourites in the game and uh, disappointed their fans once again, because I don't know why their fans would be up and about from a few wins at the end of the season when the season's already over. But uh, 2023 might be your year, Essendon, where you can win a final. The next game was the Bulldogs taking on Fremantle. It uh, looks like you had a bit of a bonus there. Loved the money in this one, Pez. I had the bonus bet match uh, for Fremantle. Had 40 on them with the remainder of uh, from my cheeky and loved the value in this one. $64 free money, Pez. Mate, this one, a shocker for me, and this summed up my round because uh, under 74.5 for Fremantle, they could have nearly got that in the first half. It was ridiculous how the Bulldogs were letting the ball go down the other end. And Rory Lobb, he was kicking them from everywhere, straight as an arrow from outside 50. I've never seen a forward kick as well as he was kicking in that first half. And <laughs> and, uh, and lo- long bombs too. The outside massive. 50, huge. It seems his problem must be with inside 25. Uh, but the outside 50 goals, it was good to see. A big forward just clunk them. And I, I didn't read this at all because I thought Bulldogs, you know, minus 12 and a half, you know, free man all the way from home. Bulldogs needing to win to get into the finals. Uh Trendbetters pick, uh, Trendy on, on Twitter that oh, most of our listeners would know. Uh, massive capping comp there, and I had him as my short pick and uh, the dogs? stuffed it up yep. yeah, Jeff. last week. Should have followed so. Source. Source had a good round. Yeah, did you? At Fremantle was my short pick last week. Oh, awesome. Ripper. Where are you sitting? You're Seventh sitting. now. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, Excellent. Another two points last night, Pierce. Might, uh, might put me up a little bit higher. Two points for Here me. Here I come. Watch out. I'm only sitting second, but uh, it's very, very close. Im- though, very close. It is very important because um, with Trendbetters comps, if anyone... Make sure, make sure and, you and have uh, give give Trendy a follow. He runs a comp every year with AFL, NFL. I'm sure he does it with other things as and well. It's an if, amazing comp. If Pez can uh, get over the line and uh, actually get the AFL win, I'll be the first one ever to win the NFL comp and the AFL comp. How good would that be? So good, Pez. <laughs> Do you remember the time we sat in the pub and we went through a, a range of different teams for the NFL? Got yeah, no idea, well, this bloke. No idea. Well, uh, Source is an avid NFL fan And Massive. I joined the comp just for a laugh And yeah. uh, $100 entry, whatever $3,000 prize And ended up winning the Lions comp for the NFL And had no idea, never watched a game I can't really get into it And still not really into it The best it. was the year after you won it Because then you started watching it And you did shit out <laughs> <laughs> So then we were sitting at the pub And Source decides Alright, you, you're so good at tipping the lines Let's Because oh, uh, he was talking a big game As you, as you can imagine Let's un- have a look un- at the Unlike teams. you to, uh, to be rubbing my nose in it You'd name cities I couldn't name the teams Or you'd name teams I couldn't name the cities sh- so At one stage no I showed idea. you a logo And you didn't even know what it was No idea <laughs> Absolutely no idea But Geelong St Kilda uh, Down at GMHBA uh, Second quarter St Kilda showed a little bit of fight And showed they were up for the contest And then Geelong just bang over the top Yeah Very bang good. over the top Bears. I was a little disappointed in this one Because you and I were meant to be having some beers with it So uh, I decided to take uh, a li- do a little bit of uh, betting in the game And I put down one of my bonus bets I had I had a lot on this game And this summed up my round And as uh, you'll know Pez Geelong wins and I'm a happy boy But especially when I bet on it So Atkins to get 15 Stengel to get two or more And Brad close to any time goal The Pez special The Pez <laughs> special gets up early days Pez I had a big 50 on that one Three times the amount there So I had two units on that one for 150 
150 return. I had my same game multi, my bonus bet pairs, which was uh, Atkins to get 15. I think I had... Um, Geelong for the win. Geelong for the win, and it was Stengel to get two goals. Uh, and that got up. Sorry, well, you, the media management here stuffed up there. No, because it didn't stuff up because you didn't leave any space. I didn't leave you any put space. So much, so, so many I put, bets a, put another down, another bet down, and I thought it was an absolute gem. And this paid off in the first quarter, pair, So I was loving life right and, at the end. Uh, no, first quarter. Yeah, at the oh, end, of, yeah, the the end of the first quarter, yep, so I was loving it. Mitchie, Mitchie Duncan, he actually had a shot earlier on and it sprayed it and I thought, oh, that's going to be the one opportunity. There's the chance. Uh, but 25 bonus bet, him for $3, uh, five to kick at any time goal scorer. Could have got two pairs, uh, but uh, only, only needed the one. Nice little uh, two-unit profit there off uh, of bonus bet that I lost earlier in the day. Oh, very, very good. Oh, sorry, uh, not earlier in the day, it's from <laughs> Friday night. Port Adelaide taking on uh, Richmond there, Saucer. Yeah. <laughs> no good for me because I had the, the try bet 1-24 to 24 any team and it was looking great the whole time and then Richmond just went bang, 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 three goals in a row and ended up winning by 38 or so and uh, that bet was no good for me. Yeah, I, I didn't have a bet in this game. Used it in one of my same game multis with Port Adelaide and West Coast. Both of those losers, uh, yeah, so losers for me. Yep, no good. North versus Sydney, I had nothing. I had a, a sneaky bonus bet. Was feeling the uh, the goal scorers <laughs> from the night before. Jeez. Chucked out a, a, a sneaky sneaky five on Isaac Heaney to kick uh, five or more. He ended up with three. Had a couple of opportunities, pairs, uh, but a little bit unselfish. And uh, but that not to be five plus. What is he paying there? Eight twenty five. So no good there for the bonus. And then we moved on to Brisbane versus Carlton, which was the the middle game there. I had uh, Brisbane minus fourteen and a half over one forty five, and Cam Rayner to kick a goal. And we're not talking about last night where he kicked four. He um, missed a missed a running shot on the on the left boot against uh, Carlton there, and uh, ended up getting a bonus for lads, which I've turned into a Saturday special today. Of course, it's a Saturday special. Nothing uh, unspecial about today. I had West Coast plus one and a half at the line. That didn't get up. Uh, the Eagles couldn't get it done for Kennedy in his. Amazing performance, eight goals. Pairs. That's what we should have looked at. If we had had a podcast last week properly, and we talked about that, that being his last game, we definitely would have got him for five or more goals. He looked incredible. Yep, yeah, very good. And the multi, uh, no good for me on the Friday night, which Melbourne we had didn't the, get We up. had the same multi in this one, Pez, uh, for memory, and Melbourne uh, let us both down. And the mug uh, messaging us as well, mug punter, he added Essendon to his, so wouldn't have even received a bonus either. So jokes very on, unlucky there, you, isn't it? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's uh, get in. <laughs> Take a little he's, he's not going to like that. Tell you what, though, I have been loving the interaction and loving the advice. That, uh, in, interaction's very good. So LK messages on Twitter. He goes, when's the last time Pez was seven units down after, after the first four games? And uh, just said, Never have been. Uh, every other week, every other season it is. Every other season. This is the one season where he's actually beaten me. Uh, every other year I'm uh, carrying the podcast. But uh, uh, round 21 uh, was a throwback throwback Thursday, I think it was, because uh, I carried the team this round. Oh, <laughs> the throwback <laughs> Thursday hashtag on the Instagram there. But uh, Derek uh, also DM'd us. He DM'd us a, a very cheeky bet source. I don't know if you saw this on, on the Twitter. It was a bet paying $27.57. So this is what he needed. He needed Brisbane to lead it every quarter against Carlton, which tick. Brisbane one to thirty nine ended up being a tick. Zach Bailey two plus goals, tick. Love that. And under one hundred and ninety alternate points, which we love the alternate points here. But that high scoring last quarter absolutely killed it. And seventy four points were scored in the last quarter oh. to go over one hundred and ninety. So it's heartbreak there uh, for Derek. That was very very cheeky of him. Derek, yeah, nice little. Uh, make sure you flick all flick across all your bets there. Uh, we can post them, and it'd be good if you get them in early, so Pez doesn't have a, another terrible round, and you can actually get a win. But let's let's you know, you're in, uh, delaying the inevitable here, Pez, to talk about your round twenty one. 
Oh, yeah, you always forget this one. This is the one week that I'm not making sure I'm on it. So you know I'll, I'll get your units I, up there. I always forget you this do. when I even have a good week. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm making sure we're not forgetting this week. Oh, for round 21, I staked seven units. Uh, um, I felt like I ran through a lot more bets. There was a lot of bet, um, bonus bets. A lot of bets. bonus bets, yeah. Uh, returned 15.39 pairs, a, posi- a positive uh, profit of 8.39 units. Staked big, for the year, 166.84 units, pairs, and returned 193. Point six seven. You're making fun of me at the end, copping some banter about you know how I finally had a good week, Pez. I'm sitting there at twenty six profit, <laughs> twenty six units profit. Most punters would uh, would love anywhere around yeah, ten, and I'm sitting there with twenty six profit around twenty six units profit. Very very good. I I staked nine units through the week, uh, oh. returned one, and the one unit oh. I returned was the refunded bet. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even return it? it was, so really, you only staked eight units in and you won nothing <laughs> in the Hawthorne. You cheeky case. bastard! So, yeah. You've done. The, you should have got the old donut bet. <laughs> Out again, Pez. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but oh, that's not happen. You need to go back and fix that. <laughs> So for the year, 195.4 unit stake source and uh, 265.06 returns for a profit of loss of 69.66 nice. units. So went a little bit below 70, but did have a win last night, which we'll speak about in our bet slip here. Yeah, we did. You did. I did. Definitely did not. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Oh, Pez, the Saturday special. I don't mind the Saturday. I'm a bit up and about, had a feed, and uh, let's get into the, the specials for the round. Sinan takes a special and goes bang! Yeah, well, under the pump here. And, and we spoke about Muggs Multi because he, he messaged saying, I put my three legs on and, and didn't get it up there. So you've got to be really careful. It's got to be a dollar ten minimum. It's very hard to see terms and conditions on tab. Oh, it's super hard, yeah. You got dollar ten minimum, I'm pretty sure. $2 overall for the multi in total. And you can't multiply it because I tested that earlier in the year source where I didn't get a, um, I tried to test it in multiple weeks, but I just kept winning the multis. So it was, it was quite hard. And then <laughs> I finally lost one and uh, didn't get my bonus from the, from the, the one leg loss. There, but uh, <laughs> Sportsbet have the bet returns if you are eligible for that. Ladbrokes, they still got the three leg same game multi, one refund per day, which is very good. The footy, the $2 lines, Friday's already gone, but the Sunday games have $2 line source and the mega multi. Now Ned's, they got the three plus same game multi, one refund per day. So you can only go Friday's gone, Saturday. So you can have one multi on the Saturday, three plus legs, and uh, get your return, but not on Sunday. So just be careful there. Uh, Sunday, $2 lines as well they've got. You're heading to Bet365 who have the normal and tab. They've got all games, same game multi. They've gone back down to three plus legs, which we love. And then you've also got the three-plus head-to-head multi-special for all games this round. And we just spoke about what the terms and conditions are there. Now, Moneyball, I can't see. Source, so I've no idea. Yeah, Moneyball, they've got a heap out. Being Saturday, uh, we know that they are a little bit later coming out. And with their, their specials, there's a heap of um, go head-to-head ones, which we love. There's a heap of goal um 
Goal-kicking ones, I'll go through them quickly, Pez. Dunkley versus Whitfield, obviously all these are $2 lines, uh, 50 bucks maximum, $50.01. Dawson versus Simpson, Anderson versus Guthrie, Oliver versus Walsh, Walsh and Sarong versus Gaff. And then they've also got their first goal scorer, goal scorer bundles. Um, for this one, it is a max bet of 50. Most of them are about $3 odds, but there's uh, one in every game. Have a look at those ones. Make sure you're betting responsibly. And you look at them because normally what they've done is they've put normally a, a big forward in there and then they put someone else who's not really going to have a shot, yep. uh, and they do that for both teams. So have a look through uh, Moneyball. And I've also got another one, Pez. A, uh, a mate of mine actually has uh, quit his job. He's, he's, he's gone into... He stole her idea, Donut Bet. He didn't go into oh. Donut Bet, Pez, and he hasn't used any... Um, actually, it's, you know, I was about to say he hasn't used any food, but he has. He's gone the old mint bet. So oh, just the minties. Just the old minties, uh, but obviously mint for money. It's a, it's a two things. They've just released their app this week, Pez. It is a fantastic app, and it's it's really easy to use. It's, it's very similar to like Sportsbet. There's not a lot of lagging into it, um, and they've got a couple of uh, promotional specials this week. I've jumped on this one, Pez. This is an absolute. Uh, this is an absolute godsend. Bye bye, buddy. SCG Swan Song Special. So they've gone. That you know, favorite of the show, Pez. They've gone with the alliteration, Jeez. the puns. They're all over it. Two dollars for Buddy to kick a goal in the Swans versus Pies game. Uh, and if you mention the name uh, Spice, the old Spicer. Uh, that's uh, the, the mate of mine in the chat. Um, they should be able to hook you up with some bonus bets. So jump on in there. Hopefully we can get him on as an unofficial sponsor. Well, actually, do you know what? Hopefully we can get him on as an official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a few unofficial <laughs> sponsors on the show. We, we need a need an official one to, to get underway with the way we're going. But Mint Bet, I've just downloaded it. It's got a little... Uh, yeah, reminds the, me of a bit of Dan Murphy's about it with it that does. little logo. The app's really good, Pez. It's really easy to navigate around. Um, they've got the for the racing. They've got the live racing in the in the camera feed. Like a, you know, it's it's pretty okay. good. Um, very easy to deposit. The only thing that I would suggest for them is to get the old Apple Pay. But it's it's incredible. Gone from a couple of weeks where they've just been online. They've uh, yeah, they, most they, they, it's actually a really good story. They started off just as the bookies actually at the races, and that's all they were going into. But doing so well that they've. Uh, He's quit his job as a, as a tradie. He's gone into the, the mint bet uh, industry, so um, into the punting. And so it's, it's going well. He's he's probably hoping that I don't join up on the mint bet. I might be – do they what, ban you ban you quickly on nah, mint bet, do you think? Well, I, I, I'm user number 856, Pez, so I <laughs> can't imagine they'd be banning people this early, but uh, maybe when they get up into the high thousands after the promotions we've just gotten them, they'll, uh, All right. they'll look to ban you. Mint bet. I'll um, – I'll join when uh, they start sponsoring the show. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, yes. You're not going to jump on the SCG Swan song. That's a great bet. I just I just downloaded the app. Give me give me some time. We have yeah. to speak about our bet slip for round 22. And we had a game last night, St Kilda versus Brisbane, uh, out of quarantine in my household. So I was able to go down to this game, which is fantastic. Got there nice and early. We we're in the front row, and uh, I, I bet on I bet against the Saints. Uh, source. I, I thought the line was too good. It started at nine and a half earlier in the week. I got it at 13 and a half. I could have got it at 12 and a half, but I went the extra on Neds for the $2 line at 13 and a half. And boy, was this a sweat throughout the game because Brisbane were dominant early, couldn't capitalize, which happens a lot with these Brisbane Lions. And then St. Kilda came back, kicked 5-10 to 5-3 in the second half. Max King, big story of the day, 0-5 source. But even bigger story, Cam Rayner, four goals. Oh, the, the, it, which is the bigger story, Pez? You know, the the sort of um, coming of uh, Rayner, and you know, we know that he's a, a, a favorite. Uh, well, he's a fan favorite of the show, but he's a he's a friend of the show, and he's he's having a great season this year, and he's finally standing up in these big moments. And this is why he was, you know, he went so early in that draft, and that's why we, you know we, we've backed him, but. 
the biggest story has to be Max King in this, Pez. 0-5, and this is not the first time that he's done this. Uh, he had that breakout game against Geelong early in the year where he absolutely clunked him in, but outside of that, it's been really disappointing for this young fella. Yeah, sits fifth on the on the goals, and he's 38-33 from set shots now. Um, four set shots, which just went astray. A couple from about 15 metres out directly in front source, and if he kicked a couple of those, and... The Saints as well. We had Membry, we had Windhager miss a couple of set shots there. The Saints could have stolen that from Brisbane and stolen Brisbane's 20, uh, premiership chances. Like, that's how big it was on the line for these Brisbane Lions. And St Kilda kind of kicked themselves out of it in the end. But they they changed their game plan too late because they were kicking long down the line, suited Brisbane in the first half and uh, didn't work out. But when we talk about Max King, a, a lot of fans, and I see a lot of hate for Max King in terms of his goal-kicking he goes quiet in games. They, they don't like his work rate. Now, the thing I say is he hasn't played 60 games yet. He's 21 years old. Uh, 22. 20, when was his birthday? I don't know. It says here. I just read the article. 22. Well, I, I, they, may, they may be wrong. doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll say he's got a, a overseas little birth certificate there. I am 12. I with am a little, 12. With a little photo of Max King with his moustache there. 7th of July, uh, 2000, Pez. So just had a birthday. It's all right. Is it 2021? 2022. 2022. <laughs> all right, he's 22. He's 22, which doesn't change a lot because he's a young forward and forwards usually take uh, a while to get in. So I, I wonder what the, one of some of the best forwards in the game are doing. Tom Hawkins, uh, Lance Franklin. What were they doing at 21? I haven't looked at the stats or anything like that, but I imagine that Max King over the next 10 plus seasons is going to be a dominant force in the AFL. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. His goal kicking is going to, you know, naturally improve and he's going to get that mental side out of it. Um, and I don't think there's a lot to worry about. Yes, this season, poor with the goal kicking, but uh, I think that will improve over time. He will mature and he's going to be a dominant force for years to come in the AFL. Yeah, I think that's really well said, Piz. And, and the coach backed him last night as well. And, and you're totally right. Like, goal kickers, um, you know, when they come into the league uh, are really tough because they've gone from, in most ca- uh, cases, especially uh, key forwards, being the biggest bloke, uh, you know, a men against boys. But then they come up again, men against giants. And, and realistically, you look at, you know, you, you quoted Tom Hawkins then, as well as Buddy Franklin. Tom Hawkins, in his first year, kicked 12 goals, 10. Uh, you know, you know, pretty inaccurate. If you look at Buddy Franklin, he had a little bit more success from five games. Well, geez, five games actually is pretty good. Uh, what a kick. Oh, that's five wins. Okay, so 20, oh. Oh, geez, I said, that's, that's really good. Uh, so 20 games, he kicked 21-13. So a little bit better, but the same sort of thing, you know, highly inaccurate, but we're also comparing to two of the modern forwards of their time. We know that big men, when they come in there, after playing in the under-10s, under-10s and dominating. basically under the TAC and dominating, it's hard. And there's a lot more work than just being big in these situations. Brett Ratton um, handled it perfectly last night, saying that he's doing a power of work um, and that... He, you know, he he has him in his corner. He's backed him. They're, the thing that I didn't like is that they said that they they, they didn't want external, external help. Yeah, that, yeah, that's one of those ones where you've done a, a great sort of sentence. You're like, yep, it's great. Whatever, we back him. He's doing all this work. But why wouldn't you lean on I, someone who wants to help? I spoke about Plugger Logger last week, and he's you know his technique, the four steps, bang, doesn't twirl the ball or anything. If you can't get him down, they had Matthew Lloyd working with Max King, and Matthew Lloyd has said that he nearly had had it out of him in his technique down pat because Matthew Lloyd, even though he pissed people off when he's, you know, ripping up the grass and throwing it in the air, an amazing set shot for goal source. And these days it seems players are better 
on the run when the pressure's off and the, the crowd influence isn't there, the mental factor, whatever it is. There's so many different factors and I don't understand that part of what Brett Ratton was saying. If you can get someone externally, you know, the club's got plenty of money. You pay him whatever you need to pay him. If they can fix one of your most dominant forwards in the AFL and make him into a 70% um, set shot kicker in, instead of 50%, you're going to win a hell of a lot more games. You're going to be in finals. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I agree. I agree um, wholeheartedly that I think if external help is available there. But at the same time, it's sort of contradicting what we're saying. Like, he's still super young. Let's just, like, he obviously, let, let's let him naturally form these things. At training, you know, don't work on your running as much. You don't need to. Work on your forward patterns. Work on getting the gym in there. But then spend, you know, like it sounds like he's doing already, half an hour after just analysing your ball drop. Because because that's all it seems to be. It's his ball drop. It's the routine aspect. Get into a good routine. Drop the ball. Flush on the on the boot. And the lace is facing out. And just get a good connection to the, it. The scary, he was kicking well before the game. And I was there watching uh, yeah, it's Max King's Then it's a mental thing. So get someone else in for that. what he was doing... And I mentioned it to, um, to the missus there when we were sitting there. Is he's twirling the ball in his hands, and when he's twirling the ball, he's not guaranteed to hit the same spot well, wh- of the ball every twirling, single though? time. I don't is, understand. Is it, is it to get the feel of the footy or something like it's that? Maybe just a natural way that his kick goals growing up, and and it's just happened. But one any, wh- any young listeners out there, because I actually do, I do know when you're you're out in the backyard and you're playing, you spin the footy and stuff. Get out of that habit straight away early. Yeah, get might, into a good you might routine. Think it looks cool, or yeah, some get into one a of your favorite players do it. Get in routine, keep the ball still. You'll hit the hit the sweet spot of it, and and be able to kick the goals. Now, I do have to mention one more thing about it. There was a a guy. I don't know where he came from. He might have come from level three. He came down. He was about. 20 metres away from his source, came down to the fence, wasn't sitting in the section, and the ball's down the other end. Max King's on Harris Andrews at the 50, and he is yelling verbal diarrhoea at Max King. <laughs> Your shit, mate. What are you doing? You've kicked five behind. Brisbane You've cost us the game. St. Kilda, oh, Kilda fan. St. Kilda fan. St. Kilda fan. Poor form. Bit of a mullet. The Jack Sinclair oh, type. Just and uh, Just gave him, giving him an absolute spray for about 30 seconds, and then walked off. And mate, I'm just good sitting there going, jeez, you're on this side of the fence, mate. Like, let him, let him do his work. I know it's frustrating. He'd he'd be more upset than anyone. And the fact that we've talked about this for five minutes, it wouldn't be good for him either. Like, you know, it'd be hard for to. He obviously knows that he's wrong. It's like a typical when you hear basketball coaches yell out and they they yell at the player straight after a turnover. It's like, yeah, I know I stuffed up. I, I can see the turnover. <laughs> I don't need you telling me as well. He'd be very aware of it. And it sounds like he's doing the hard work. It's hopefully over the preseason. You know, it's it seems like it's a mental thing. And we know that the yips are you know, a very prevalent thing in sports. And hopefully. He can get over it because has this for a transition? It's, it's, a, it's a shame, Pez, because I agreed with what you said at the start of the year uh, when you were talking about him for the Coleman, and I also agreed about you saying that he kicked fifty the, goals. That in the modern era, he's probably our best chance of having someone else kick, you know, 600, 700 goals going forward. Yeah, um, how's this for a transition? Do you remember the day Cam Rayner was kicking for goal? He missed it after the siren to win the game. Yeah, Fagan yeah. out on the ground, put his arm around him. It's all right, mate. Yep. He didn't drop him. Didn't do anything no, like great. that. Nothing in the media. He turned around last night, kicked a great goal on the run uh, from 51, 52 metres out. Three goals in the last quarter to get Will Brisbane over the line, shush the crowd and up and about. I was actually sitting with his, with his mother crowd. and his, his older brother there in the, in the front row. Uh, with my missus as well, and geez, they were they were going absolutely in, insane. Uh, I love the shush the crowd pairs. You know, we've sort of been uh, the the media has been very critical lately of uh, AFLs and the way that they are they have been human and they are interacting with the crowd. And now it's you know like you look at Jim Ginevan and uh, Ginevan or whatever his name is yeah. and the way that they've you know interacting. It's all negative. You can't win. 
you love you love seeing this pairs. You love kicking a goal and the young fella, you know, who's put a lot of work in, a lot of hard work. You know, he's you know come back from a knee, yeah, huge huge form. Um, you know, slump that he'd been in and return to the, the, the big stage, a win in Victoria, which Brisbane needed to shush the crowd after obviously they had put themselves in that own position <laughs> yeah. anyway. But that, that's anyway, that's not nothing here nor there. So great to see pairs, and uh, it was a great game of footy. Yeah, well, uh, for for most people, it, it was for most people, and uh, not for the gentleman with the mullet, but uh. <laughs> not, not for him. He did, he did not have a good night, but um, yeah, Rainy had the interviews afterwards, but he he came out, and you know they give the footies out oh, after yeah, that the was game. Say, yeah, he, he came out and gave it uh, to his mum, and his mum was so wrapped. She all she wanted was a footy, and then it was so funny. Like Darcy Gardner's the next one to come near near where we were. And she was like hiding the footy under the fence. Darcy, Darcy, <laughs> she wanted to get another footy. She was uh, up and about. Oh, typical, eh? <laughs> You're going to love the mums at the AFL. All right, Pez, uh, it's not a St Kilda podcast, as we know. It's a Geelong podcast. No, so but I, let's, did, let's, let's I did bet. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Minus 13 and a half, two units on it and uh, at two bucks. So return two units, so plus two units so far. For the round. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in this one, Pez. Uh, I had the Daniel McStay. I had my cheeky in this one, so... Um, cheeky! I didn't get away with my... Cheeky! one for good measure because uh, it's uh, one of those... That's probably why this one didn't get up. It didn't get the cheeky, uh, the willingness home of it. So I had McStay to kick three or more goals. He only had one. Had a couple of opportunities, actually, Pez, and they were they were looking for their, their forwards a little bit more, actually, which was, which is good because it's something that uh, Brisbane has needed for a little bit, that more structured forward. Brisbane plus 13 and a half, that was a bit of a sweat early on, but that got in there and I had pick your own total 153 and a half pairs 167 uh, 147 so fell short by a couple of goals there and uh, probably the couple of goals the next night he did yeah uh, he didn't loss of one unit sorry he didn't make stay at home there was a couple of other forwards that over overtook him in that day he only got the one goal so uh, we move on and it is uh, Saturday special we've got Saturday and Sunday to go we've got the Bulldogs taking on the Giants today we do, Pez, and uh, thank you for that little uh, time waster there. Western Bulldogs taking on Great Western Sydney, the first game of the day, one forty-five. And Pez, it is a ripper day in Melbourne. Oh, the sun is out. Uh, I could see you there. Uh, now that you've lost a little bit of weight, about to get the about to get the guns out. The singlets are coming out for sure, there, Pez. Uh, lost, lost some weight. I've been <laughs> within a ten kilo range since I was about fifteen years old. I've I've been going. Hey, right. I said it when I walked in here. The white's very trimming on you. And even your <laughs> missus said it as well, and she was a bit upset at you actually for the for, for losing uh, weight. For losing weight. <laughs> I haven't even lost any weight. You guys, Do you know what it actually was? Not up. enough beers. I mean, I'm a bit disappointed. There's no breakfast beers here, Pierce. So while you get those for me, let's get into the game. Western Bulldogs one seventeen favourites against the uh, the other team four ninety outsiders. Told you, Pierce. Not talking about them. Minus thirty one and a half is the line. A dollar ninety after both teams had a, a pretty decent sort of week last week. You know, Western Bulldogs were. In that game, um, I probably should have beaten Fremantle, Pez, uh, but were disappointing in terms of converting. And the other team, uh, well, they smacked Essendon. So over one seventy-three and a half is the total game points, Pez. Which way are you swinging? Yeah, well, I've been disappointed with the Giants. So the Giants, oh, have you? Yeah, me too. The Giants came out and they just were all offense source. They put Himmelberg down back, and they were all offense. And the last three or four weeks, they've been. Back to that defensive mindset. Uh, I don't know what it is or what's changed. So I'm staying away from the the total game score for both teams and the GWS Giants and the Lions and things like that. I think the Bulldogs need to absolutely kick the, the living daylights out of them today. Uh, but what I've done is I've just gone total team score. The Bulldogs, it's it's quite high. Over 102.5 at $1.95. I've put a unit on it uh, because I think the Dogs just... Uh, dominate in that midfield and score heavily today. 
Yeah, I really hope they do dominate in that midfield pairs. I've gone with Moneyball, uh, one of their head-to-head specials. I love uh, the Saturday recording pairs because it means they're all out, and there's, there's some really good value if you can be uh, if you look into it. So Josh Dunkley taking on Lockie Whitfield. Uh, Sportsbet have uh, the over/under disposals ranked for Dunkley twenty-five and a half versus the twenty-three and a half. So I like that. I think that they do control the ball a lot in that middle. So I've gone uh, two units pairs uh, on that one. Oh, it actually might be. Uh, it's $2, sorry, because I just looked at one of the other ones. It's $2.10. So $2, two units on Josh Dunkley to get more disposals than Lockie Whitfield in this game. Oh, so not even, yep, not even the line. Just, just more than just more than, more more than, than Whitfield. Uh, Whitfield. And I think, as you said, I think they control that midfield. Hopefully, GWS go a little bit more d- defensive mindset again so that they're You want the ball going forward because exactly when right. Dunkley plays forward, he's a great overhead mark for the, the size he is as well. So uh, all over the Bulldogs today. Moving on to Adelaide and North, Adelaide which is very interesting what happened in this This is this is There's so many stories in this game, Pez. This is the stories within the story. I'll do the odds and then we can talk about the stories here. Adelaide dollar fourteen favourites taking on North Melbourne five dollars fifty outsiders minus thirty three and a half is the line over under one sixty one and a half pairs. The the main story which is the feel good story uh, pairs and there's not a lot of analysts of this. Uh, Cunnington coming back after his uh, second bout of uh, testicular cancer and, and the struggles he's had played a game last week in the VFL picked up fifteen touches and what I loved about this pairs I don't know if you've seen it on the North Melbourne website they went in there and they got him up there they. Cunners come up to the to the front there and he go, right, you've had a really great battle. And he went around to all the teammates and they said, Jai Simpkin, what do you like playing about with him? And they just went through all his teammates about what they love about playing with him and having him alongside. And the message was clear. He's courageous. They they He bleeds blue and white, the poor, poor bloke. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he actually, everyone else walks be, uh, stronger and they play better when he's out there getting all the, the hard nuts. So congratulations to him to get back. It's a great story, Pez. Yeah, he's been a, a shining light the last five years for North Melbourne because he's uh, been absolutely amazing and a good inside midfielder who... Uh, tackles hard and uh, would fit into any good side, but uh, unfortunately he's with them. But the biggest, well, I don't know if it's a bigger story. Probably not. Probably, probably not a bigger story. It's probably a bigger talking point because there's so much uncertainty about Pez. We've got it? the number one draft pick, yeah, Jason Horn Francis. He's from Adelaide to go home and play in front of his family and friends. North have just gone. You know what? We don't have a coach. We don't have anything. We're going to drop you. You're omitted this week. You don't get to play in front of your. Uh, family at the Adelaide Oval. It, it's very interesting, Pez. Um, the media, Mitch Curley came out with a story that the reason he hasn't been um, picked for it is for disciplinary issues within the club, uh, club, sorry, that he basically didn't have an ice bath or didn't go through the stretching protocols after the last game in, or after a training session in front of the coaches, so that's why they've dropped him. Okay, so they've put it uh, pretty clear cut. You've done this and, and gone there. Well, You've dropped him. To me, all it is is a very clear backpedal. And he, he obviously has told the club, I'm not I'm not signing on with you guys. That's the only reason they cannot be playing him in his first return to Adelaide and an opportunity to play in front of his home crowd and to showcase his skills he, he wants his to family and that. He wants to play. Uh, that's it's for me. It's very hard to see North Melbourne actually putting any effort to convince him to stay at Arden Street. So surely he must have told him. Has to have. Yeah, well, it came out earlier in the year, didn't it? There's been all sorts of uh, issues around there. I think he wants to play for Port Adelaide or Adelaide and uh, go go to one of them. But the big news as well is uh, Clarko is getting closer and closer, apparently, to an announcement to to sign on as coach of North Melbourne. So that's another spanner in the works. What what was what does he do with Jason Horn Francis? Is 
Can he convince him to stay, or is he already too far gone? I mean, you'll be, you'll be watching the TV this week, aren't you? If, uh, you'll be looking in the crowd for, for Clarko, see if he's going to be at the game. If he's at the game, that gives a pretty clear indication because two two good opportunities for, for a potential coach to see. You know, they're playing sides that are around about the same sort of um, stead as them. You know, G, GWS, sorry, no, GWS are playing, um, we just spoke about them, Pairs, they're playing the Dogs. You know, arch rivals, you can see how they're, they're playing against uh, that team like that. It's at the similar sort of time slot too. So you can see where the preference and where they're learning. Yeah, so hopefully we see Clarko at North Melbourne because, Pez, you know, as much as we, we shit on them a fair bit, you don't want to see a football club go the way that they're going and everything seems to be, you know, uh, going poorly for, for North Melbourne. It has been for some time. Yeah, it seems like their list is still not there and they're still in a rebuild phase where they're going to have to continue to do clean-outs and try and get some young talent in there. But uh, for my bet for the game source, I've, I've stayed away from the, the big line, uh, 32.5, uh, I saw it as, and I don't know who's going to to get it there. So I've stayed right away from it. I've just gone most disposals, which is rare on sports bet. Uh, Rory Laird, $2 and two cents. He was about a dollar 90 on other bookies. So uh, $2 and two, one unit on there. Hopefully Rory Laird can keep up his form. And he's, I think it was a dollar 83 for 35 plus. So if he gets that, he's good chance to get most disposals there. Yeah, that's a pretty good sort of uh, bet there, Pez. I'm just making sure that I have my right bet bear before I get into it with you. I've gone a three leg, sorry, I've gone a two leg bonus bet um, with um, Tab from my, my multi last week. I split the bet, Pez, so I've got 25 bucks to spend in this one. I've gone Ben Cunnington to get 20 or more disposals. I think they might uh, try and get him in there and he'll lead by example. He'll be playing on a little bit of adrenaline. And I've gone Cam Zerha. Two plus goals. I thought this was a bit of a uh, inaccuracy in the market for for uh, Tab. They had him as uh, anytime goal scorer, a dollar eleven, mm-hmm. and then to kick two or more, a dollar eighty six. And okay. I think that's a you know it's a rarity that you get there. That's so, a Stengel type. Yeah. So odds. I, and I think that I think that they were, um, North Melbourne. Obviously, they're not playing a, a great team in Adelaide. They know that the ball will be down there a little bit more. They'll obviously uh, address Larky uh, after his seven goals last week. So I think they can get that $2.30 pairs, and I'll put my bonus bet on that one. Yeah, all right. And uh, we, we move to the next one. I'm interested to hear what this time slot is. Uh, at, up at the Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast, 4.35 pairs. About the time I'll be getting to the pub this afternoon uh, and watching this one. This is a huge danger game, I think, for for uh, Gold Co- for Geelong. Gold Coast season should be over, but we're, they're playing at the Fortress in uh, in Gold Coast there, and uh, we know how they play. Uh, maybe Geelong are resting a few names there. 3.85 outsiders are the Suns, $1.25 Geelong. Minus 23.5 is the line. Over under one fifty five and a half. Yeah, it is. He's up at Gold Coast. who have played well up there. Uh, so the line is uh, a little bit strange, but uh, I've, I've put something together here. I do really enjoy watching Brad Close, even even last week. So uh, you got, got the best Se- special, have you? Segler out. You got Dalhouse, uh, Duncan O'Connor, and Isaac Smith. So managing a few. Uh, Dalhouse omitted after his uh, decent performance, I guess, last week. But Dangerfield, Salwood, Rowan. Blixarves come in, so there's some big ins for them. Uh, I think Geelong can get this done pretty easily, but I've put a little uh, cheeky same game multi together. So uh, whatever colour button that is, not that one. <laughs> cheeky, wrong blue pairs. The, the Saturday, uh, the Saturday special with the, what was that other one? Was a, get, get the drum, get the drum kit out. All right, uh, I've gone an alternate total points over 151.5. Beautiful day up on the Gold Coast, no dew at night, so I think it should go over there. Just uh, just dew. <laughs> Long cats. I've, I've put it down a little bit. Minus fifteen and a half. The uh, try bet. The alternate, alternate line there. And so put it down eight points. I think Geelong get the win pretty comfortably. They need to consolidate top 
top spot because top spot. Yep. they want to have a home final at the MCG maybe against Collingwood or something like or that. Or against like, Melbourne. Yeah, like yeah, what great. usually happens, which would be awesome. Uh, and Brad Close, 15 plus disposals here. Uh, he's He's been getting around the ground. He's been getting close to this mark source. He's around $1.76 uh, by himself for 15 plus. And instead of having him for a goal, I think he'll go around Metricon Stadium, collect 15 or more and... Uh, that's cheeky at uh, $5.44, one unit on that. That is cheeky. And just for, for listeners who are following along at home, the uh, the Pez Special, still great market there. $3.20, Tom Atkins 15 Brad Close any time, and Stengel two goals. You can still get Atkins unbelievably at the uh, $1.22, which, yeah. which is incredible. So um, I've gone um, something different, Pez. I like what you oh, said. Oh, you didn't go Pez Special? No, I didn't go Pez Special. Neither did I. No, All no, right. no, no. So... <laughs> It's very special, isn't it? Well, it's very special. So it's very so special that none of us go. I'll use the other half of my bonus bit on this one, Pez. I love what you said about Geelong. I think that they do need to win this game whilst they are resting your players and Gold Coast will be up and about. Definitely a danger game, but I think that they get the job done. Um, the Geelong side in a long time, Pez, they're, they're going to really struggle at finals time for selection because... There isn't there isn't a weakness at the moment. They're, they're number one in offense. They're number one in defense. They're the only probably the thing that they need is a ruckman, but they seem to be getting fine with that. Uh, so Geelong head to head for the win and over one fifty five and a half pairs. I agree. I think that's really low. Um, you know, Stuart Jew, whilst he does make an impact on uh, the Gold Coast, I don't think he'll make the ground too Dewey. So uh, I've gone with that. Uh, the other half of the bonus on it pairs. Can't use it twice. Two dollars dollars forty pairs. There's my bonus bet for that one. I can't use it in the same game, but uh, the the big clash. Melbourne versus Carlton, where Paddy Cripps uh, went to the tribunal, didn't get off of his two-week suspension, and then appealed it again, and uh, he's free to play. Yeah, new angles, Pez. New angles. Uh, the AFL's uh, iPhones on the bench, they they were doing their, their best thing. They got it from the Ark. They got it from the Ark. The, the, was the that what it was called? Oh, I don't know where they got the it bunker. from, Pez. The bunker. Sakakas. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the <laughs> NBA one. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Major League Baseball one called? Oh, I don't know. They, they're in New York, I think. <laughs> New York, New York. Uh, well, this game, Pez, this, this should be an absolute cracker. There's so much at stake for this one. Melbourne need to win this. Um, just to get back, oh, into, boy, to get back into form, because whilst everyone is saying that they are the sleeping giant and they're slowly coming along, you still got to bank the wins. And coming into finals, a win-loss record is not what you want. So Melbourne favourites at $1.33. Carl with Cripps inclusion, three twenty-five outsiders, and they need to keep their season alive. For, for Carlton fans, making finals needs to be the benchmark, and for them to, after all this time of being in the top eight since round one, they have not left the top eight all year. To fall out in the last round would be really disappointing. So the line is nineteen and a half pairs in favour of the D's over under one fifty-three and a half. Can Carlton get this win, or do Melbourne snap back and they they hit the finals uh, form? Look, Carlton uh, have have. A- have had a bit of a distraction this week with the the Paddy Cripps news, and he's he's going to come back into the side. Uh, he's going to continue to play. He he's an out and out superstar, and uh, this Carlton midfield really needs to stand up against Melbourne. And their their backline will be a very interesting matchup, I think. Uh, you know, Stephen May, Jake Lever versus Charlie Kernow and McKay uh, on the MCG. Looking forward to this one, but it's a must win for Melbourne. If if Melbourne don't win this, their their premiership chances can can go out the window. They got Brisbane in the last round up at the Gabba source. They sit on 56 points in fourth position at the moment. Collingwood and Brisbane above them on 60 and the Cats on 64. So they're not getting above the Cats anyway. But if Melbourne lose this and Sydney beat Collingwood tomorrow, Melbourne are out of the top four heading into the last round of the season, going up to the Gabba away from home against Brisbane. Tough. Absolute must win. I've got Melbourne winning. I've got Carlton fighting for this season as hard as they can. So I've gone Melbourne 1-39. to 39. 
put a unit on it at $1.95. Uh, I can't wait for this contest. It's going to be a massive crowd, probably uh, Carlton dominant over there at the MCG. And uh, it's just going to be spectacular. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, going to be a great Saturday night clash. It'll be great to be watching tonight with a few froths at the pub, Bez. And uh, uh, everything you said is correct there. It's it's such an important game for both clubs for different reasons. But I think Melbourne are just going to be too strong. They they were they were pretty good last week, and they should have should have had the win last week. They'll go through and, and address those. I think. Um, and I think Carlton are going to find it really tough to score. I've gone in this one, Pez. Uh, just gone with uh, Moneyball head to head. Clayton Oliver to get more disposals than Sam Walsh. Uh, two bucks jumped uh, fifty on that one Pez I think uh, Oliver uh, Old Clary there he gets in there and absolutely gets it done because the last couple of weeks he's been amazing uh, with the pill he got tagged out a little bit last week but it was uh, still able to collect a heap of the pill Yep, so uh, t- against Walsh there and uh, against the grain, uh, you'll take that. And we against head over to... Against uh, the grain there, Piers, eh? Yeah, against the grain. You need to grow up from the ground up. Cool, cool. Uh, speaking of the ground, we head over to what should be an absolute blood feud, Piers. We head over to our favourite stadium, or second favourite, I guess, for now. It's all about the letters, SBS Stadium. Frio taking on West Coast in the Derby. Uh, $1. eight favourites are the Dockers West Coast after a disappointing... Last couple of years, $8 outsiders, respectively. Minus 41.5. That line has actually creeped out a little bit since Thursday, Pez. That was sitting about 38.5 early in the week. But after the the announcement of who's playing and who's not, uh, a little bit of a creep there. Over 153.5 is the line, Pez. Fremantle surely is sheer dominance. Yeah, sheer dominance is just, it's kind of hard at 41.5 or it's huge. whatever it is at the moment. I think Fremantle absolutely dominate. No Kennedy, no Tim Kelly, he's suspended. Really, really, we're only out with personal reasons. So, uh, no West, JK, no JK yeah, either. Yeah, so I said that first. Oh, did you just sorry, my apologies. Um, yeah, he, after his eight goals, eight goals two last week and well, couldn't get the win. Should have been nine and could have got the yeah, win as well. Yeah, yeah, but it uh, didn't happen. Well, can now. I ask, can I, why isn't this his last game? Like, why is he not playing this? Why was last week his last game just in the middle of the thing? Like, surely he... Did he want to end on a win? And is that what it was? Adelaide is more... Well, they got, they got North, home game? Have they got North Melbourne Home game, game. West Coast home game. Because over there with the ticketing system, oh. this is a Fremantle home game. So I'm guessing he wanted to play in front of the West oh, Coast geez. home crowd. Wouldn't be nice, wouldn't it? Just to pick your, your wins and losses. Hey. Pick and choose. Oh. Ah, he had a stellar career over... Well, oh, over 700 and goals and two uh, club player. Yeah. There you go for trivia. No, but Fremantle, uh, Sukowski actually comes back into the side who uh, played a stellar role earlier in the season. So hopefully he can uh, play into the finals as well. I think Fremantle dominate. I I like them at the 38 and a half they were earlier in the week. I think they get it done by 40 plus and uh, West Coast, uh, their miserable season is nearly at an end. It is nearly at an MPEZ, uh, and actually, if you, you want to, you actually want a little bit of a, de- a decent sort of bet. You go the 40 plus, and it's a uh, $1.81. So the, the 41 and a half at $1.90 is, is pretty good. But if you, that point one, you know, that one little half one is. Uh, oh, you get two points if you go 40 plus because you can win by 40 or 41. Exactly right. Um, I've gone with, um, as you said, without Tim Kelly in there, um, I think that uh, Fremantle are going to dominate this midfield. Caleb Strong to get more disposals than Andrew Gaff. I know Andrew Gaff has been a staple of that uh, that West Coast sort of back line of floating in, but I just think Fremantle, the the younger brother, as we spoke about the other week, Pez, they, they need to have dominance. They need to, This should be an easy four points. Keep the foot down. They need to keep the foot down, and I believe that Caleb Strong is a big part of that. $2.10 which I love this one, Pez. So I've gone at 50.1 with Moneyball, him to get more disposals than Gaff. All right. Well, take it. They're a two-unit special, and uh, 
we're heading to Sunday footy, which is tomorrow. I can't believe it's a Saturday. And, we're and it's a big one, Pez. Normally the Sunday time slot has been a, a, one of those ones with a forgotten game, but there's a couple of big games for different reasons. Again, Richmond, Hawthorne. Richmond still trying to keep their finals hope alive. Take on Hawthorne. $1.30 favourites are the Tigers. Three forty outsiders, the Hawks. Minus 22.5 over 170.5, Pez. This game's really important for Richmond. They have been a side that has been quite... Um, they're, they're quite high in a lot of the stats. You know, inside 50, their shots on goal, the the efficiency ratings, they have the staple and the stats of a, of a team that should be playing finals, but they need to, to get this win to, to make sure, make sure of it. Yeah, I think I think they're a pretty strong side at the moment in terms of the personnel that they've got. We know they're missing Dustin Martin, uh, but they've got a, a lot of other players in there that are, that are standing up. They've got their forwards back and. The line's 22 and a half, which you don't usually like in a Richmond game because the games go nice and close. But this game, all or nothing for Richmond. Like they had it last week. They absolutely dominated. Were able to beat the power by 38. I think they win this uh, big against Hawthorne and the MCG. They need to. They need to have that mentality. They, you know, got dominated at that at this ground against Brisbane in the first half and were able to come back and win. I don't think they let that happen this time, which is why they win by four-plus goals. And I've got them uh, a unit there, $1.91 at minus 22.5. They just have to win. Yeah, they have to win, Pez. But they, they have – I mean, they're pretty safe in terms of percentage. But they're one of those things where – you don't want to make any sort of uncertainties about it. You need to go hard. You need to keep the foot down, as we just said. There, so many things are ticking the boxes. They're playing, a, you know, an out-of-form Hawthorne. They're playing at the MCG. This is where you get a couple of the, the you know, hands through football. Sorry, football through hands. Get the the team morale up. Get you know, Shay Bolton has been absolutely amazing this year, and Noah Bolton as well. Um, so just you need to get them going. Um, I think that the Tigers take it. Um, I don't like the line, as you said, because they normally are quite close, but. Uh, I guess if I had to lean, I'd be going towards the Tigers. Uh, no bet for me, Pez. Fair enough. I uh, yeah, I obviously like it. You, you do. <laughs> <laughs> now the biggest biggest clash this on the is Sunday the biggest one, uh, and it's a shame this one's at the SCG. This would have been great to see at the MCG. You would have got uh, ninety thousand there. The old South Melbourne Bloods fans there. Sydney taking on Collingwood. Collingwood have a surprisingly good record at the SCG up in Sydney. Uh, Sydney favourites a dollar. 36, Collingwood hoping to keep their 11-game winning streak alive, which is unheard of. $3.08 are the odds for that one. Minus 20.5 is the line over 172.5. Pez, do the Collingwood Magpies make a 12? Or do Sydney defy the odds and the tipping gods? Because Collingwood have screwed everyone's tipping. Uh, and they get that uh, that win and a top four finish, hopefully. Or maybe uh, even a top yeah. two. You tip the Swans, you don't love the line uh, unless you think that Collingwood are a chance of win. Then you love the line on the Collingwood side. But I'm going to stay away from this totally and just, uh, you know, be an, a bystander uh, trying to barrack for Sydney on, on the day and hope that Collingwood can drop out of that top four and lose that first elimination final. That'd be... Uh, That'd be great. Uh, I'm, I'm loving this uh, game for, for the narrative that's going to unfold, you know, like no matter what happens, people have their eyes glued to it to the fourth quarter because if Sydney get out to a nice early lead, we know Collingwood's history of just chipping away at it, that never-say-die attitude coming back. And if Collingwood get out to a decent sort of league, well, then the Collingwood chance will probably go up at the SCG as well, Pez, and uh, it's going to be a great game to watch. I've gone with our friends at Mint Bets, Pez, the anytime scorer uh, for Buddy Franklin. Bye-bye, Buddy, anytime goal scorer at the SCG. The swan song, I love it. $20 on that one, Pez. So that's Is that the max... That's you the max go. you can do. The yep. max bet uh, twenty at two buck odd pairs. I love that from uh, Mintbet. 
All right. Yeah, take that mint bet and go. And then the last game, which is pretty relevant in terms of the season. Dead rubber, Pez. Uh, so much so that I've got my bet in this game is a, a better one. So it's a long-lasting one. Essendon versus Port Adelaide. $1.72 favourites are the Bombers for... I mean, I guess you have to have a favourite in the games like this. Port Adelaide outsiders at two ten after a real disappointing season. And a lot of coach talk and Koshy coming out in the wheat and confirming he will be there next year. Wonderful. Yeah, good on them. <laughs> Minus four and a half, over 170 and a half pairs. You know it's a slow week for Port Adelaide coming into a game like this when they've already started the chatter about the uh, prison bars jersey for next week. <laughs> That's literally what they've been talking about this week. No no interest in this one from me. You can move right along. Yeah, I've got no interest in this game, pairs, but I do have uh, interest in some Essendon markets that I came across on Sportsbet, pairs. How good is this one? What will happen first? And they've got odds to it. Here we go. Uh, $1.75, Brisbane Lions to win a home game at the MCG. So to win a game at the MCG, $1.75, haven't done it in 10 years. Essendon Bombers to win a final. What odds do you reckon they're given? Well, it's, is it only those two things? There's one other they'd, one. They'd have to give, say, two twenty, two thirty. Seven bucks. <laughs> what? Seven buckaroos for them to win a final before Brisbane win I a home they, game I thought it was going MCG. opposite of the nope. $1.75. And neither of these to happen in, two, in 2023. Two video. <laughs> Oh, here we go. That's what they've done. <laughs> How's the old? How's Sportsbet just throwing absolute daggers at Essendon? Uh, Pez, I've chucked. Um, I've chucked my house on uh, Brisbane, Brisbane Lions to win a game of the MCG before well, uh, before the Bombers. Hopefully, they, they can do it this year. They better be fixtured there. <laughs> they better be fixtured there if you're, you're going to do it because they they hardly ever play at the MCG. Yeah, I know, but like that's so ridiculous that Essendon to win a final <laughs> seven bucks and literally that's like twelve months away. Uh, and the, the the probably your best bets needed them to happen in 2023 at 250. Yeah, yeah well, go from there. But uh, do you like that, that one? Did you <laughs> I, I do like that. Well done, sports bet. I, I don't, you know, scour through sports bet these days, unfortunately. Oh, had a, a quiet lunch break. So yeah. <laughs> we're in the, right. into the multis. We're into the multis, Pez. Now uh, I mentioned a Saturday special, and I'm going to go first because it is my uh, multi one source because obviously I've got two multis obviously. but this is my uh, Ladbrokes bonus bet from last week and just a note I actually stuffed up yeah I, I had a tab bonus bet from last week for my multi mm. the, the $50 one which Melbourne lost I spent it this morning on a um on a baseball multi so I've, I've cost myself a $50 bonus bet for the pod oh I remember doing that one week Pez and I realized on the Monday and then I spent all week I think I told you about this. I had the sports bet had the the, the, the sports bet had um, horse if your horse finishes second or third, you get your bunny back in a bonus. I'm like, oh, you little ripper! I'll just put fifty down on the on the on the favorite, and you know, if it, you know, it wins or no. Actually, I think I started off with the second one. Boom, first one, two hundred and fifty win. I thought, oh shit! So I put the next race on. Boom, another hundred and fifty. I thought, oh my god! <laughs> the only time you actually want to come second or third, and I couldn't do it. I was up six hundred bucks, Piers. <laughs> then I'm like, I said to you, I'm like, I'm just gonna have to throw it away. Like it was, it was horrible. It was great, but it's horrible. Unbelievable. So I'm. I I cost myself a $50 bonus bet. I'll wear it because it's my mistake. Oh, I, yeah, I you can put that as a loss, like your one void unit. <laughs> <laughs> just one flog. Just one thing. But I've got my Ladbrokes multi here. It's a one unit uh, bonus bet. I've got the Bulldogs and I've put an alternate handicap of minus 15 and a half into Adelaide Crows to win one to 39. So the lines are 32 and a half. I'm hoping North Melbourne can put up a little bit of a fight there. Gold Coast versus Geelong. Geelong minus 23 and a half, the normal line there. Melbourne. 1-39 to 39 against Carlton. And Fremantle. Oh, it's a biggie. Just put an alternate. Minus 57.5. Just put it a bit bigger there. It's a 285 by itself. Uh, uh, the odds there, $31.13. Cheeky. Very, very cheeky, but my bonus there uh, to return a shitload. 
What's the shitload? Um, if you work it out in units, they're about seven hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, nice, nice Pez. That's uh pretty <laughs> decent. Well, two units is fifty, so that's uh, a lot. Four times seven, twenty-eight units. It's about thirty thirty units. Oh, it's about what I make uh, just as a season <laughs> overall. So it's good of you playing catch up there, Pez. Well, with me, I've uh, stuck by the rules. Just the uh, three league same game multi. I had Brisbane last night, which is a nice little green tick already. It's always good going into the Saturday when you only need two more Pez, and uh, none of these legs are actually on till Sunday. So I've got Richmond and Sydney uh, both to get the the chocolates there. Two fifty-six are the odds, and I've uh, put. Uh, Two units on that one, Pez. Yeah, I couldn't get it get it as high as that. I've had to put four legs. I didn't include last night's game, so I've got the Bulldogs to win at, at a low price, a dollar eighteen. Fremantle a dollar ten, so low price. Geelong a dollar uh, twenty four. D- does dollar ten count for tab? I thought it was dollar thirteen. No, dollar ten. Is it? <laughs> if you can find the terms and conditions, be my guess because uh, I can't. But Geelong a dollar twenty four and Richmond a dollar twenty eight altogether. It's only two dollars and six. I put the the two units on that and uh, hoping to return the four and we'll go from there. Yeah, I think I think it is the dollar thirteen because I had a look at that. Um, I had a look at that last week, Piers, because I was unsure about the bonus bet because one of the weeks they didn't give me a bonus bet. Yeah, well, you we'll, are right; it's really difficult. We'll, we'll put it out on Twitter if that is the case, Piers. Oh, we'll uh, see if I lose by one leg. I'll see if I get a bonus I mean, or not. not and that's not going to lose. That tell the story. That's a great. That's that's a great, that's a great uh, you like that one? I do do like that one? I like that one. Richmond Geelong, yeah, Fremantle Bulldogs. Well, yeah, Can't well, lose. All surely. my favourites there. All my favourites there. Well, right. there we go. There's the, there's the week. Yes, let's let's Saturday get this special. Let's get this pot out so uh, people can maybe have a listen before the first game. And, It'd be uh, nice. <laughs> get it going. I'm pissed. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. And as always, if you're having a punt, bet responsibly.